Hello and welcome back to the Konnichiha podcast here on the Last Choice Network. I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And for this episode, we wanted to talk about what's in season. Right. It is summer of 2020, uh, 2022, and shows are about their third episode right now. So mm-hmm. we figured it'd be a good time to talk about them. Talk about what we're watching, at least. Mm-hmm. And some of what we're not watching. So, speaking of what we're not watching, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we wanted to start with the the two that we dropped pretty much after watching the first episode. Yeah, yeah. these didn't quite make the cut um, for our taste. <laughs> yeah, I I have no doubt that someone's out them out there like gonna be like, oh, these shows are great. You just didn't give them a chance or something like that. <laughs> Which I mean, honestly, both of these shows had a lot of potential and that's Mm -hmm. why i chose them to like at least try out Mm -hmm. because i thought they each had interesting premises and the first one is i think an incredibly unique show that i knew could either go really well or very bad Mm -hmm. and unfortunately it went the latter and that's teppin so what it is is that it's it's a show that revolves around comedy trios so it's these girls that um that want to go into comedy acts so they like form groups and all go to this boarding school to uh to learn how to be funny i guess (laughs) yeah and i will say that it's important to note that um one thing that kind of made it hard I would say made it hard for us to get into it is that I mean comedy is very different in Japan. Like Well, it's stand up comedy. That's just how stand up I mean it's or No, no, no. It's still different though, because you gotta realize that these first of all it was trios. Yeah. It's groups of three and they're just telling stories. Stand up while stand up does revolve around stories, it's mm-hmm. not punchlines in the same way. It's more like they are talking amongst each other. And they say, like, rehearsed jokes, but they're not really to, an, to the audience. They're, like, to each other, and then the yeah. audience just kind of laughs. It just, it, it has a different vibe than yeah. American stand-up. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's like, so there's, um, there's a type of stand-up, or, or comedy act. It's, I don't know if it's necessarily stand-up, but there's a type of comedy act that has, um, the straight man and the comedian and so it's kind of it's that but somehow with three people Mm -hmm. and that's why like i feel like i don't really maybe it maybe it is more of a japanese thing than it is an american thing Mm -hmm. because i don't feel like you really see it um or at least not really popular maybe maybe at like comedy clubs or something like that i don't know I'm not the biggest fan of, like, comedy acts anyway, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so these are things that I've just kind of learned from, you know, secondhand. Right, and I think, well, another reason why we kind of went away from it is because it does have the setup of an idol anime. Yes, it Which does. we did not know going into it, so <laughs> the way that idol animes, or most idol animes, I will say, are set up is it follows multiple groups of people, so it's not just, like... You have well, I guess you do have your main group, and it's yeah. usually like pretty basic, I will say. But like in this one, you then you had the the sci-fi alien group, and then you had the the like fighting, like physical fighting, like wrestling group, and so like 
you get like all these different and it's just a lot of characters it's really what yeah. it is and it's kind of um hard to keep up with yeah it was it, i was surprised of how many characters they introduced right right away, away. yeah and <laughs> i i think kind of how they had it set up is that each episode might have like focused on a different group like that's just mm-hmm. the vibes that i got we only watched the first episode and so yeah. i have no idea how it goes mm-hmm. but like the entire first episode was a retelling of the main group's like joke story yeah they're scenario. like comedy story scenario yeah yeah and so it was it was interesting uh-huh. uh, i've never watched a show like that mm-hmm. and so like i said it was either gonna be really good or really bad mm-hmm. and unfortunately i didn't like it yes <laughs> and okay but i have to say extra extra read all about it um the anime did not air their second episode due to quote-unquote various circumstances from the staff. What they did instead was re-air the first episode and then they moved on from there and aired the third episode. Interesting. So the second episode was wiped. Now, according to AnimeNewsNetwork.com, <laughs> which I'm on right now, um, they, did some, they did some diving, right? So this is just me reading. They said that according to... There's like a like a catch somewhere like on the internet, right? Like yeah. of what the story premise is. Um, it's a comedy. It's a comedy story, right? Like we're talking like these are all like it's trio comedy stories, where one of the characters discovers a um, a tablet, a wish a wish tablet. I guess I don't really know what it, it says. It's an Emma wish tablet, which I'm okay. sure is. If I visually saw it, I would understand more of what they're talking about. Yeah. But it's a it's a tablet that um, reads on the back, I've decided to assassinate the president tonight at 8. And I'm pretty sure that they have decided to cut that episode because of what happened with their prime minister. Yeah. Uh, and they've decided that that is no longer an ex- a very a funny acceptable joke. <laughs> or funny joke anymore. So I just wanted to um, illuminate that. Because uh, I definitely noticed, um, you know, I saw on our, on our, because, uh, you know, we follow Anime News Network on our, on the Kunichi Hot Twitter page. And I remember scrolling through that and seeing just that whenever it was first, like, breaking, like, oh, they've decided to not air that. I did not know that that was the reason why, though. I just not read that. Okay. So That's really interesting. Yeah. That's, huh. So, <laughs> but anyway, it does, we didn't even continue watching after the first episode. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other show is Extreme Hearts. So that was a show that was super hit or miss because it had such a vague, like, description. Mm -hmm. So basically it's So vague we didn't even know it was an idol anime. Another one. (laughs) Was it? I don't remember actually seeing any idol parts of it, though. They're singing. It's a singing group. Do you not remember what this anime is about? No, I don't remember it very well. <laughs> okay, then I guess I will take over from okay. here, since you don't seem to remember what it's about. So Extreme Hearts was, first of all, presented oh, as... Oh, yes, now I remember. Okay, yes, yes, now I remember. It's presented as yes. Extreme yes. Sports. And it's just like, you're like, okay, what extreme sport? Every sport, yeah. but extreme. So like soccer, now you can kick harder and faster and run. And rock climbing, like any, any sport but extreme yeah they have like it's there's like advanced technology yeah it's like kind of futuristic yeah it's like very modern except for very specific 
futuristic items like androids. Yeah, like really realistic looking androids. Yeah, that like might have emotions. Very confusing. Um, but but back yes. to the premise of what this is though. So there is a young girl and all she wants to do is sing. First of all, sports not even... Okay, first of all, actually the first thing that happens is she jumps off of like a five-story building and like lands perfectly and is fine and then runs away. Which I was like, is this the same person? I was very confused if this was the same yeah. person. And then it cuts to her um, having a guitar and singing her songs because she really wants to be a singer. And her um, like record contract or whatever decides to cut her because she's not actually like selling enough records because she's just kind of like, I mean, a pretty average singer, you know? Yeah. Nothing extraordinary, sorry. So she learns about this extreme sports competition where the winner gets a record contract? Yeah, I think that's Like, right. sure, you know? And along the way, I mean, so she has one fan, and at the end of the episode, that fan joins the sports competition, and then that that fan has, like, an, not an older sibling, but like an older sibling. Yeah. You know, like, they're not related, but, like, that's the relationship that they have, who also is made apparent that she has done this extreme sport competition before and actually knows like like has the equipment knows how to do it and they join and then that's the idol group yes yeah. those three people and they're playing sports and singing yes so like it's super eclectic yeah so like like i said earlier there's these so they they have to have like a team of six for because the first uh, game that they play is soccer. It's soccer. And so they just like buy these like five other androids to play with the main girl on her team. And then like she's getting beat really bad during the actual like competition. Mm -hmm. And so then like halfway through the other two main characters join in like during the match yeah and i'm actually i'm pretty sure she still loses though she still loses because it's it's honestly not even halfway it's like at the end it's like yeah. maybe the last quarter yeah <laughs> and i'm just like how is this balanced like how is this competition like balanced in a way yeah. like even functional layout because like like the other team solo... was like was a full team yeah at and least it was, i think so yeah it was like well it was a 3v3 um soccer um so the main girl has two androids and then is those at the end are replaced with the other two girls Mm. but the other team is like a team yeah like like there's there's three people yeah yeah (laughs) they're not androids right and so it's like (laughs) like tep and we only watched the first episode um because it wasn't to the point of like this is so bad i want to watch what happens next it was just like actually kind of bad yeah um which i mean i'm i'm fine with sports anime i don't watch a ton of them and i really like more obscure sports yeah um and so i thought this was gonna be right up my alley because like extreme sports you know i figured they do like Like super crazy anime stuff yeah yeah and which they do but yeah. Because of the equipment, I guess. But. Yeah, the equipment, like, makes them stronger Yeah, it's like their shoes and, and their yeah. wristbands. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I don't know how they're not killing each other. Is <laughs> right? <laughs> Honestly, with like how fast they can kick these soccer balls and stuff. Yeah, how hard they can kick them. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where like one of the girls kicks a soccer ball and it like like makes a dent in concrete like a concrete yeah. wall <laughs> and it's like how how are you not killing each other <laughs> <laughs> but now about things that were bad let's talk about some things that are good yes yeah, some things that we are enjoying this yes. season. um i'd say probably the number one thing that i'm enjoying this season kind of surprisingly is the new tokyo Mew Mew remake mm-hmm. so tokyo Mew Mew is an old uh I don't know how old it is. I don't know how old the original one is, but yeah. it's it's a it's a remake. Yeah, it's a remake. Uh, which I feel like they've actually been kind of doing remakes um, of like older girl mm-hmm. anime. It was uh, first released in the year two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. So. Yeah. Which, um, and so it's magical girl, uh, animal maids. Yes. Like all into one. All I had never I had never heard well, I I had no idea what the concept of Tokyo Mew Mew was mm-hmm. um before. And so I didn't know that it was all like environmental. Yes. Which I I also didn't know anything about Tokyo Mew Mew, except for how excited people were whenever mm-hmm. the remake was like happening and they're like, You don't understand guys, I grew up on this which, you know, like <laughs> like now makes sense, right? Like this right. is like in the same era as like Sailor Moon and Pokemon, like whenever it was all those animes really big, especially with like younger people, right? Because this is very much, I would say, can be targeted to a, oh, yeah. to a younger audience. Like not, this is an anime that could that so far I can say younger kids could watch. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's marketable material. It's marketable. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's the premise is well. <laughs> We haven't gotten. We've only kind of just met the the villains, it's, yeah. Or the the villains, maybe one of the villains. One of the villains. We only kind of just met the villains. Right now, it was still just introduction of characters. Right. So every episode is like we got to see a new character. So, um, I mean, I guess the main character, right? She's a cat. She's a cat girl. So specifically, <laughs> though, she how they chose her to be a magical girl uh-huh. is that she shared like 98 percent dna with this endangered cat species yes and then like merged them together and that's how all of the girls are so yeah. they are all they all have the dna of some endangered species and then they are merged so the main girl is a cat girl mm-hmm. and her whole thing is that she wants to like have her high school fantasy of like falling in love and i mean super like basic teenage stuff yeah right so she decides that she wants to she's like sees the popular guy and is like that's him that's the one i want to fall in love with and they go out on a date and she learns that he's like really into like animal conservation or like environment conservation and like really likes animals and she's like, yeah, I can get into that, too. <laughs> right, because she's like, I have no idea any of this, but he does, so but he does, and I gotta go seems, along with it. And, like, I mean, she's, like, into it, you know? She's like, I didn't know there were that many endangered species. We gotta do something. Something that people have pointed out... Um, <laughs> the saddest... Is, um... <laughs> is, so whenever it first aired... Um, so it says how many endangered species there are in the show, 
and there's like significantly more. I want to say now. that the in the original 2000 one, it was 15,000 endangered species in the world, and now it's like over 200,000. Mm-hmm. And they they do make that change in the anime. It's pretty jarring. Um, but yeah, so she gets hit with a laser beam. Yes. <laughs> to become a cat girl. Um, and then there's these two guys who are the ones shooting the laser beams. I don't really get what they're... And they own a maid cafe. Yeah. And now they work as... Now they have a job. I, I'm i sorry if you don't want this job, but now you have a job and you work as a maid in this cafe. Um, and you have to find the other girls. <laughs> it's all. It all happens so fast. It's all very fantasy magical girl it is it's very let's put every genre together (laughs) like these are things that people like let's put it all together Mm -hmm. and like just see what we can do with it i have to point this out one of the characters names is lettuce like i whenever they first called her lettuce i thought that they were making a joke i thought they were making fun of her because she has like green she has green hair yeah but no her name is literally just Lettuce. lettuce yeah like, what? That's <laughs> a... I mean, what else would you name a green character? Yeah. I guess it's just one of those, like, oh, English words are cool. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's it's fun, though. And yeah, we're still... We still got one more character to add, mm-hmm. also. So, I mean, kind of still in, like, the introduction phase. Like I said, we just met the villain, so... Um, basically, there's, like, evil animals... Are there somebody who's making the animals evil yeah. and they fight them with their magical world powers to make them not evil anymore? And that's like the premise of the show. Uh, the next show is the Yakuza's Gu- the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Um, I wasn't sure. I had a pretty good feeling this show was going to be pretty cute, mm-hmm. and um, it like got a lot more emotional quicker than I thought it was going <laughs> to. You know what? Honestly, same because. I basically okay, so Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting, right? Main character. Sorry, I forgot his name. Um, he's like really big tough guy. Yeah. Um, second in command to like his Yakuza group. Yeah, second in command. He's like really violent. Like they introduce him as like a very violent, very impulsive character, and the and it gets it gets their group in trouble because he's so violent and impulsive. So, the boss has a daughter who is maybe, like, seven. I think she's seven. Yeah. So, little, little girl. And he's like, you're in charge of her. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole point is that hopefully it, like, softens him, right? Or at least softens him a little bit, right? Yeah. Or makes him maybe... It, put, it makes him... It gives him something to be in charge to of. To be in charge of, to be responsible for. To think outside of himself, right? Mm-hmm. And it is surprising how instantly like okay and good he is at caring for her yeah like he's he's really good at caring for her not like in some sort of like bumbling i've never met a child before way but like and even like she points this out like he's really gentle yeah he's very gentle with her like it's very opposite of what his personality was first introduced as yes like Like, but right away yeah Yeah. like it wasn't a character development kind of thing they try to like hint at character development whenever they go to do some mob thing and he doesn't kill somebody but like (laughs) i don't know like 
he it like I said it isn't you would think that this story would be like oh I'm learning how to care for a child but he seems very natural at it yeah like he immediately becomes like father figure like I and think she's it's, like she's like this man is my family now yeah yeah like instantly like <laughs> like my uh, uncle I guess one of the oh, first no. <laughs> things I think it's in the first episode she has like a um a, like parent teacher night yeah uh, at her school but her dad is big yakuza guy so he can't, he can't go yeah and, and then so, their mom is in the hospital that's yeah. the other part but and so like he goes instead like he wasn't mm-hmm. going to originally but then he like found a paper for it yeah she and, tried to hide it yeah so and then he he went because he thought it'd be important but like he didn't even really need that much like encouragement Not to go really you know there's another character that's like kind of her mother figure her aunt yeah it's, it's her, her aunt, aunt. Yeah. yeah and so i think if i remember correctly she like nudged him to go yeah um but yeah it's nice it's good it's cute yeah i really like it i'm yeah. i'm really enjoying it and excited to see what happens next yeah i don't really know where they're gonna go with it yeah since what, they have wasn't... a cat now <laughs> yeah they have a cat now um so it looks like it looks like she's gonna from the from the intro mm-hmm. all taking this from like just the intro it seems like she's going to start making friends looks like there's other like little children characters that are going to be introduced and she's probably going to want to start hanging out with them and you know, i don't know but like we'll see it's nice right yeah mm-hmm. um the next is when will uh ayuma i oh can you read your hand? Ayumu. No. Can you read your hand? No, I know what it is. I Ayumu. just don't have Ayumu. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when will Ayumu? They like don't say. They don't say. Well, that's his first name. That's his that's first why. name. Yeah. They uh they like use his last name. Anyway. When will Ayumu make his move? Yeah. I every single season I will find the <laughs> cute high school romance. romance anime and I will watch it immediately. Yes. Because I love that. It's very good stuff. <laughs> and so last last season it was Komi. Komi um, and um Aharon. And Aharon, yeah. Yeah. Um I love this. This this is my crack. I love it. I live on it. <laughs> and um so the concept for this one is that there's a there's a high school she's a second year mm-hmm. and she has a um shogi. shogi a shogi club an unofficial shogi club shogi is kind of like chess kind yeah. of if you don't know what shogi is it's like japanese chess yeah um and so her underclassman he was a big like kendo star sportsy in, guy yeah in middle school middle school yeah in middle school but he instead of doing kendo in uh, high school he joined the shogi club because he's in love with his uh senior yeah with the girl the second year yes and so it's so great because like she she's kind of like a stereotypical character of like Oh, you know, I... She's she's nerdy. Yeah. I would say she's, like, a pretty stereotypical nerdy type. Like, she's not athletic at all. She's clumsy. Yeah. Um, gets flustered Gets easily. flustered really easily. But the guy, he is... It is so <laughs> fun to watch because he is so straightforward. He's very straightforward. He's very, like, stone-faced and straightforward about his feelings, even. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, 
surprising. <laughs> it is it is such a good change of pace. Mm-hmm. Like because typically how these high school anime go is that they're like, oh, I, do I have feelings for you? Uh, and then it's like, I don't know and then it's I... like, who has feelings for who first? And then yeah. strugg- one of them is struggling with it, while the other one is like oblivious. Yeah, and then episode twelve, they like say that there's going to be a big reveal, like lead up to it, and then there's not. Mm-hmm. But this, like straight out of the gate, like he like says he like, something. He's he like, like, you look cute. Yeah, he like yeah. stares at her, and he's like. You have really pretty eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, like, just he's very straightforward with his compliments and with his affection, or mm-hmm. with his feelings, really. Yeah. Like, how like how it feels to, like, even, like I said, just look with her, to be around her. He's like, I'm, he's just always like, I'm so happy to be spending time with you. Like, he's very enthusiastic. Right. Well, he's enthusiastic, but in a very straight-faced I'd say enthusiastic was a good word because I mean like I I don't mean like he's like oh my gosh like I'm head over heels I'm blushing like he doesn't do that but I mean (laughs) there there are some there are some scenes where like for example on the third episode uh, he asked her out on a date yes and when she goes yes he like fist bumps like yeah I know yeah he does this thing where he just kind of like like he puts his fist up and he's like yes but he doesn't say anything he, like, barely even makes a noise, I don't think. Yeah. But it's just, like, a little gesture that the audience sees as him being, mm. like, he's happy, you know? But, yeah, so the whole thing is that he, like, he, like, compliments her and, like, flirts with her a, a lot. But he he won't confess his feelings until he beats her at Shogi. Yeah, and, I mean, she's a pro. Yeah. And he's still learning, so... Maybe he'll beat her. Right. The episode twelve. Right. Yeah, and the other thing is that obviously like the way that she is like receiving these feelings is she's kinda of, well, first of all, ob- it's so obvious, right? I mean, hello, third episode, he's like, Can I go on a date with you? Like he's not hiding anything. Yeah. But obviously he, he won't confess, right? So what she the all of the attention that that is given by him to her she is flustered about right she she does get like uh like doesn't know how to respond to things sometimes but her best like course of action is she tries to just make him flustered back Mm -hmm. it's almost like she's just trying it's like teasing right like like she feels like he is teasing her so she's gonna try and tease back but it never works and then she just ends up getting more flustered and that's kind of their dynamic yeah it's cute it's It's very cute cute. it's very cute yeah um, I'm rooting for them. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to see where it goes since they've been so like pretty quick, quick it's, with all of it's these. It's progressing. Things. It's yeah, moving it's steadily. Progressing pretty quickly. Yeah, for like high school anime standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just excited for them to like. I don't know. Maybe they'll pull an R in and like kiss or actually something. kiss at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. Making its comeback is Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2. Yes, it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. I think it was... I, Wasn't I, it like I, seven years? Yeah, it's, I think it's been like Something seven like years. Um, Devil is a Part-Timer was one of the earlier shows that I watched. Mm-hmm. And it is is one of those, like... If you're new to anime, watch this. Definitely. Because it's really good. It is really good. I know it's something that I recommended really early to my sister, mm-hmm. and um, I I've seen it. 
I've seen the first season twice because like it was it's just a good it's fun you know mm-hmm. like it's fun it's funny um the premise is that satan satan himself is there's like a war <laughs> there's a war in in the satan land <laughs> and um he's like escaping he's escaping yeah. right that's what it is so he opens a portal to go somewhere he ends up on earth he loses his powers um he's on earth with like his second in command or his yeah his like, yeah. right hand man essentially lieutenant. right his yeah his lieutenant and the comedy of it is it's otherworldly it's like i call it the reverse isekai yeah because it's otherworldly beings struggling with the woes of capitalism <laughs> on earth like their biggest concern is paying rent right now like like he's a he's a devil he works part-time at mig ronald's and um because you can't say the copyright name. can't say the copyright name it's mig ronald's he works in fast food and his biggest concern is paying his rent and putting food on the table and honestly like some i mean i I think i remember there are definitely episodes in the first season where like all the devil stuff is kind of like sidestep oh yeah it's totally sidestep because it's just i mean like he looks like a kid like he looks like a teenager so it's just like a teenager working fast food Mm -hmm. and that's the comedy (laughs) yeah there's also i mean like new characters are introduced like the hero that like uh, from the other world comes in and they have a dynamic and yeah because she wants to because like... she wants to kill him but she is also experiencing the woes of capitalism but like better but like better <laughs> like she has a better job she has a better job she's like in like customer support. Cu- customer support she's in customer support so she gets paid a little bit more but she is still doing the whole like i mean you know it's still yeah and customer support is still <laughs> working class here yeah yeah she's just getting paid more so she has like a nicer place to live yeah and um nicer clothes and things. yeah yeah um so one thing about like this is that it's been a long time since i watched it mm-hmm. and so i was like kind of hesitant to want to watch it because it's been so long mm-hmm. that like my interest has kind of dropped mm-hmm. it's almost like I can imagine that this is wonderful to watch back to back. Oh yeah, definitely. But since it has been seven years, <laughs> um, definitely in the first episode they do a pretty decent job in trying to reintroduce the premise and yeah. reintroduce the characters because they know they it's like, been a while. <laughs> they like make a point to say every character's name and like and like their role. Yeah, and, yeah, because there are definitely some characters where they introduced and I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> forgot. Um, but. In this season, it seems that the conflict will is going to be revolving around a child. Yes. So a child appears in the first episode and thinks that Satan is her papa and that the hero is the mama. And of course, they're like very confused about that. Um, although I will say that Satan never actually said where demons came. It was like kind of brought up. Because he was going to say, like, oh, we don't grow on... He made a joke. He was like, oh, we don't grow on trees. But, like... But then the, the baby, baby, like, literally f- comes in the form of an apple and... Yeah. Possibly grown from a tree. Possibly grown from a tree. <laughs> yeah. It's, um... 
it was just kind of like a comedic moment. I think it was more comedic than anything to be like, oh, we don't grow entries, and then now there's a baby who's calling me dad. Yeah. That came from an apple. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like they're... I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm in, Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm interested to see where it goes. I think we're, we're kind of starting to get more of the conflict happening. Yeah. Now, on the third episode. Now it's capitalism with a baby. With a baby. Yeah. Now you have a baby. And it's like calling you dad. And some and the and they brought it to work and now it looks weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and then a show that i'm watching she's not but i am mm-hmm. um is the new season of made in abyss um it's like right at the point that i stopped reading and so i like kind of knew what was going to happen but it's i mean made in abyss i might have to make you watch it <laughs> it is it is such a unique experience um, because it is so original in its ideas. Um, so concept is, so there's this giant hole, this giant abyss in the earth. And there are people that go down in it, but there's all mystical things about the hole. Like, for example, if you go too deep, you can't go back up because there's a curse that you can't go up in the abyss or you'll be like, like... Made, essentially yeah yeah <laughs> and so but the concept is is that the main character she's a little girl and her mom was this great explorer who went to the very bottom and she didn't come back for reasons that i said but she's trying but now the main character is trying to get to the bottom to see her and so she meets other characters along the way mm-hmm. it is a very cute looking show mm-hmm it is incredibly deceiving because of that. <laughs> it is one of the nastiest, <laughs> most disturbing shows I've probably watched. There are parts that are like, like tough. Mm-hmm. There are some tough moments in wow. the show. And like, you wouldn't think that looking at the image and like, that's the whole point to make like a, the contrast, but it is such a, it is so, powerful mm-hmm. and it is so good because of that um but yeah so this is technically the fifth installment i'd say it's technically season two because okay. so there's season one then there are two recap movies and then there's a third movie that was uh like completely new and then this takes place after the third movie okay yeah so it's like season three ish small yeah yeah but yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. They they're on like the sixth layer of the um, of abyss. the abyss, mm-hmm. and each layer has its own rules that they have to abide by, and um, so it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also having this weird like maybe people that came before her before them story that's happening mm-hmm. and it goes back and forth. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. I I like Man in Abyss. Nice. Um, and we were talking about this earlier that like this season is a pretty big season but not for me yeah not for us yeah so like i mean obviously we have devil is a part-timer season two that's a big deal just because it's been so long yeah and i mean people liked it people really liked it yeah Yeah. popular Mm -hmm. and then the tokyo mew mew new is 
also pretty also pretty popular. Big deal. Yeah. But like shows that I'm not watching, Overlord season four, Rent a Girlfriend season two, High School of the Elite season two, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in Dungeon <laughs> season four? Um these are shows that are like they have a lot of popularity. Yeah, like I I watched High School of the Elite season one, but it's been a while. It was like came out in like 2017, mm-hmm. and so I I have a hard time watching season two of shows after it's been a long time. Yeah, and that's since why I watched. Them. Yeah, and that's why it's kind of weird to watch Devils as a part timer. Yeah, another part of that though is I mean for me is that I watched it dubbed. I watched it in English. Yeah, and, I did too. And yeah. the English, I mean the English is good. You know, that it's just different. Yeah, watching it sub now. Watching it sub, yeah. Right. But yeah, so like all of these are like big things. I also watched Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon. Um, I know I at least watched the first season of it. It's super popular. Same Mm -hmm. with Overlord. And like, I don't know. There's some, sometimes there are shows that even though the first season is really good, I I just can't get into the second season. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. No, I mean, I was kind of like that with Comey, honestly. Yeah, with Comey? Yeah. No, I... Yeah. I mean, I, I have such a love for Comey because I, I'm up to... Because you're, up to date you're reading it, so you know what's... Yeah. yeah, and so I know it's good. And I know that you just have to push through season two <laughs> so you can get to season three. Um, other things that are coming out later in the season... Like in a um, month or so? Yeah. I think, I think both of them are coming out next month. Uh-huh. Is... Um, Jojo Part 6 is coming back. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Yes, we're ready. Yeah, I'm ready for, for all of the bizarreness. Yeah, and I'm ready to try and remember what's happening. Right. <laughs> they they might have like a recap episode or a, a, a probably not, recap honestly. intro, maybe, yeah. at least. Um, and then Tekken Bloodlines. Uh, okay, so I'm a huge Tekken fan. Like, the mm. game. Um, I've been playing the games for a long time. I'm very much into the Tekken lore, and I know that Tekken content outside of the games is very questionable. I've I've been burned. I have been. So when I heard there was a Tekken anime, I mean, I was excited because it's an anime, and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe, you know. And like, I feel like enough people know the joke now, especially since Tekken was in Smash. I feel like more people understand kind of the humor and the ridiculousness more of tech like the whole like it's it's two generations of families throwing each other in a volcano like yeah. I, I don't know there's like there's humor in that I think but um I haven't okay so I watched the trailer whenever it was first revealed and I remember being like this doesn't look like Tekken at all yeah it, it's kind of bad it's kind of bad um so from what I remember it follows Jin Right, which is the youngest member of the Mishima family. Mm-hmm. So Jen is Kazuya's son, and Kazuya Kazuya is um, Heihachi's son. So there's like, this is the family, right? Um, you can kind of think of them as like Yakuza esque, I guess. They like yeah. they run uh, Zaibatsu's, which I tried looking into what a Zaibatsu is, and it's just like illegal. Like, it's, it's a corporation. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't really understand what they do. But um, that's the Mishima Zaibatsu. And Jin, you know, the lore, they can get wild. Basically, they all, 
ever since they were all thrown into these volcanoes. Heihachi threw Kazuya into a volcano, and then Kazuya threw Jin into a volcano, right? Like, it's been happening for a while. Um, they all have the devil gene, which is just, like, they have devil powers. I, it's yeah. the best way to describe it. They can grow wings, they look evil, they get big muscles, they, whatever. They look like demons. Um, and I think that's kind of what this is trying to follow, is, like, isn't it? So, I think it's the, um, the fourth, the story of the fourth game. So, mm-hmm. it's literally, like, King of Fighters tournament. Uh, King of the Iron or, Fist. Or King of the Iron Fist tournament. Uh-huh. Like... Jin going through the tournament, fighting people, fighting Ogre at the end, fighting right. Heihachi at the end. Okay. Okay. I See, I forgot this. I'm just talking about Tekken now. I love talking about Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so King of the Iron Fist tournament is the tournament in game, in game lore, that the uh, Mishima Zaibatsu runs. And, I mean, they're just fighting. I don't... Yeah. They, they gather fighters from around the world, and they fight... Um, for like the grand prize of being the king of the Iron Fist, and the, they always have to fight Hayachi at the end. Mm-hmm. It sucks. And I think that's everything <laughs> that's in season this year, or this season. Yeah, this season um, that we're watching and not watching mm-hmm. and hoping for and dreading. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you guys so much for tuning in on this uh, for this episode. I'm seeing this is the Kenichi Hall podcast here on the Last Words Network. And I'm Natalie. And I'm Jared. And thank you guys so much for listening. Yeehaw.